Wait a minute. Why are you mad at me? He's the one who ate your father. Welcome to Black Irish Podcast. Welcome to an all-new episode of Black Irish Podcast with myself, Brendan McCorkle, and Mike. How you doing, Mr. Chicago Man Crawford? I'm good, man. You know, new sports starts tomorrow, so I have to represent my team. I won't show you who's on the back because he's no longer a bull, but, you know, the front does it. <laughs> Is the it Chicago Mr. Uh, spaghetti Knee? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, why would you say something so mean? That, that might be the top five meanest things you've ever said in your life. What? Derrick Rose has a bum knee? Yeah, man, that's doesn't he? He literally, yes. But he okay, well, one of the top five point guards of all time. It wasn't for that knee. Yeah, well, it was that knee. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Take it for what you will. Hey, listen, man, I'm not perfect. I'm trying to make progress here. All right, hey, I'm emotionally good, retarded. That's just how I am. It's okay. <laughs> You felt that earlier. We had a real-life Jerry Maguire moment earlier where I lost my shit. (laughs) I'm trying to get better. Yes, audience, we are human beings and we get into shit. Yeah, but we're still fucking here. It's not that big of a deal. I just, I put a lot of pressure on myself to perform. And, you know, sometimes that gets the best of me. But that, you know, I'm trying to make progress and everything like we're recording uh, before, but by the time this is coming out, I'll be 38, Mike. I know. Yeah. Really? Because 38, I'm like, ooh, I'm like in the twilight of my prime. You know what I mean? Like, I'm still there. I consider myself old, and I'm 38, so... Yeah, well, that's because you... Listen, dude, I considered myself old when I was 35. And then just now (laughs) I'm doing shit where I don't feel like an old man anymore. And so I'm like, okay. I could see where it's like 38. It's like you still got some gas left in the tank here. So I'm like, all right. To a woman, though, because they look at life way differently in 38 is just the beginning for them. Oh, that's when they're like sexual fucking deviant horn dogs, man. That's when they're like, it's because it's their body telling them like, this is your last chance to make a baby. Whether they've had them or not, it's their like, this is the last chance before it goes downhill. And then you're starting to go into special classes. The risk goes up. You know what I mean? It's like, that's just how it is. And so they get horny. This is the age that they start to get, you know, the the male uh, hormone. Yeah, and you know what the problem is? (laughs) Men's drop off come 32. Like, we're out of cum and testosterone by then. I think that's what it is. I don't think it's our bodies change. I think we just ran out of all the the gross fluids that make us men. And we're like, I'd rather just sit on the couch now. You know, like, eh. We start to lose testosterone and they start to gain it. That's not that's not a good sign. That's not, I don't even know who came up with the idea of how this is this is how the body is gonna work. 
I'm like, yo, yeah, yeah those stupid body inventors. <laughs> we're gonna hold your testosterone off for a while, ladies, while your men get rid of all theirs, and then when theirs is gone, they're gonna let yours come full board. You'll start growing mustaches and beards and one on top a lot more. Hey, <laughs> my grandma name. Rose had a beautiful <laughs> goatee. Okay, she fucking refused to shave it or fuck. She's like, I'm old. Fuck y'all. Dude, she had whiskers straight like like she could have went to the barber and got cleaned up. It was fine. Nobody gives a shit. Grandma Rose was beautiful. Don't worry, it's plenty of them out here that let their let their hair go. But down. straight up goatee. Like oh, no know. joke about it. I ain't gonna lie, I know about three women. Like, like a full go-to, bro. I'm like, I mean, she was in her old, late eighties when she died, old. early nineties. Like, she deserves yeah, to have some old. goddamn facial hair. Can't imagine these what her coach looks like. like. 65, Gross. 70. Whoa, whoa, this is your grandma. You should. Yeah. Her like, ever, ever imagine what your grandma's coach looks like? Bro. I didn't. I just, I said I couldn't imagine because I have some class, Mike. Unlike you. I said I couldn't imagine. <laughs> Heed my words. <laughs> but now I'm thinking about it. I'll tell you that. I can't imagine it, but I'm thinking about it. So now we're at that point. I don't know what to do. Hey, uh, oh. Please stop thinking about it. Think about something else. Please, All right. How about this? How about this? Since <laughs> Listen, for the sake of saying it once and never wanting to have to say it again, because a lot of what I do, believe it or not, is I want to help people live a better life and just be fucking happy and shit. You know, it's like I was I was in and out of weird emotional states my entire life and honestly laughing helped me get through a lot of it, but just having somebody to look at and go, "Oh, I'm more of like I want to show people that I'm a dog shit person that's like trying to figure it out and like, "Hey, things are going okay." Like, you've got a way better shot of getting out of whatever rut you're in. You know what I mean? Like, if 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 the worst example can become a good example, then it's like, you know. That's why I like exercising so much. I've lost 65 pounds, Mike. Did you know that? 65 pounds? 65 pounds. Oh, that's a lot of work. Yeah. And I didn't even think I had that to, I mean, I did kind of. I thought I had 50 to lose. I stepped on the scale the other day, and this is from, like, February of 2020. So now it's October 2022. But that was when I kind of like started. It was like I got like 20 pounds down over the course of like 2020. And I was like, damn, right on. And then I was like, all right, let's see what you can do if you like hit this thing hard. So then when I did the 30 days of pain in May, I was like, let me just try and keep this motherfucker going for a little while. And it's been difficult, but it's fucking like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you just continue to do it. It's going to keep getting better and easier just because, you know, you're more comfortable with doing it. So so you lost your pandemic weight is what you're telling me. No, I lost my alcoholic weight. <laughs> I've been building it for years. So is alcohol really that bad for you, like calories and weight-wise? Yeah, because it turns into sugar. Oh, because someone said that to me, and I was like, alcohol just like... That's why a lot of people, when they get off of the <laughs> booze, when they stop shucking on the shosh uh they just they can't stop eating like candy and ice cream and all the shit so they actually usually either gain more weight because consuming candy is totally acceptable 
for the most part. You can sit on the couch and eat a bunch of candy. It's easier to eat, you know, 10 Reese's cups than it is to chug six beers. So it's, you know, it's like, it's kind of, you trade one for the other. Usually that's why it's like, Oh no, I'm not, you know, I got a buddy of mine who's like, I drink my carbs. He's like, yeah, I drink beer and I don't eat carbs. That's the trade off. <laughs> that's bull. It makes sense. No, it does make sense. It makes a lot of sense. But yeah, so I'm just trying to get better. I'm just trying to make progress in fucking life. Emotional progress, trying to make sure that comes with everything that's first. And then, you know, the physical stuff, it helps to be healthy and have be versatile in what I can do. I enjoy that. And, you know, this fucking trying to make progress in the entrepreneur game of life this comedy business and this podcasting shit you know starting from scratch with not either of us knowing what the fuck we're doing and rolling with it but just trying hard and guess what we were just talking about it episode 94 we're still working out the fucking kinks (laughs) but if you listen to episode one through four you're like oh my god how did they not give up how how did they not throw in the towel immediately? Why do they keep running? This man, Brendan, keeps running face first into brick walls knowing he's going to get his teeth knocked in. But that's the only way to do it. If I know it's going to hurt, fuck it. Let's go. It's going to hurt anyway. Let's figure it out along the way. I don't care. I know a few people who've already started after us and given up already. So, uh, well, you know, as the joke, we didn't get into this for the money necessarily, but as the Joker says, if you're good at something, never do it for free. So once we get good enough to where people want to give us some shit, yeah, good. It gives us more opportunities and more resources to make this better for everybody else. That's the goal. And to pay some bills so my wife can leave me alone. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I know of at least one person that's not going to like that. oh shit but with all that comes fun with all that comes fun and I'm gonna go to Mexico brother man I know I heard it should be fun what should I be afraid of whatever they have in the mini bar don't drink any of that shit find your liquor at the liquor store do not drink no liquor from the mini bar and get bottled water Drink bottled water, bro. Like, take your own bottle of water. Like, that's the shit that I've been reading stories about that. You probably is what's fucking people up over there. So, take get your own water, get your own liquor. Uh, okay, so here's the thing. We're staying at a resort with yeah, a bunch of other friends, but you want us to stop on the way there and get our own booze and <laughs> own water, right? No, I'm asking for reals. That's what you're suggesting. No, I'm for real. I'm serious, man. Yes. I'll send you articles once we're done recording, bro, that I'm reading. Oh, one of the uh, one of our friends that is coming on the trip with you know is going on the trip or whatever, like keeps sending articles like this guy went to go get a pack of cigarettes and got mugged and the shit kicked out of him. I'm like, what? <laughs> hey man, we're just trying to have fun here. Yeah, man, be safe, bro. Hell yeah, no, he needs to sit just so people can be visiting because people will go out of town, to other countries. And just think everything is tour- like there are people who live here for real. 
there's real life going on here. So as much as you think you're a tourist and everything is touristy, as I've told my story about the first time I went to California. Mm-hmm. So listen, be safe at all times, be vigilant, careful. My friend, just want you to come home. Some people go to these countries and never come home. Yeah, travel in packs. Only go where you need to. Have, like, figure it out through wherever you're at. Because that's what I, like, if I want to go into town or anything, like, I just hit up the freaking, everything runs through the valet. They know everything, okay? So you just got to figure out which valet is going to be your valet. Because you can't just go up to anybody. You got to vibe with the person. Then be like, hey, here's what I'm looking to do. Where am I going to go? Here's a little cabbage. Make sure that you're taking care of me. And they will. They'll hook up your ride. They'll have everything ready for you, ready to go. You know, you just got to treat people right. If you're one of these assholes like, we're in Mexico. Let's get around. Mm -hmm. And you're like, yeah, you go fucking take your chances, buddy. Good Mm -hmm. luck. All you need is a little local help and they'll take care of you usually. Unless you're stupid, then they'll be like, yeah, I'll help you. And they direct you directly into Murderville, (laughs) which also happens not for nothing. Don't just be like, the dude on the podcast said you could trust valets. No, no, (laughs) no. Make sure you clarify what you do because there's two of us. (laughs) (laughs) It's the guy that looks like he commits crimes. (laughs) <laughs> you be the of decider of that. <laughs> oh, what type of crime we're talking about? <laughs> Wait, what type of crimes? I'm interested. What type of crimes do I look like I commit? Hey, bro. We're not going to stereotype crimes here. Today. Yes, you, we absolutely are. If you're listening to the radio and they say this type of crime. Exactly. They can't not- see us, Mike. What type of crime do I look like I commit? Not you specifically, because you specifically, I know who you are as a human I don't kid. care. That's know, why it's easier for you to make fun of me right if, now. Come on, what do a, I look like? If it's a mass shooting or... Like, <laughs> <laughs> then uh, the expectation is you did it, not me. Now, nah, it was just some old neighborhood shooting, some drug so <laughs> Well, see, I think it's on the same level. Like, if we're talking about murder... Okay, I'm a mass shooter. You're a drug deal gone wrong. You had to handle your business. You know what I mean? And not for nothing, if we're talking about drugs, I'm fucking ecstasy and coke. You're cracking weed. There you go. And if we're stealing shit, I got insider trading and you're knocking over liquor stores. Either way, we're both going to jail and hanging out with the Mexicans. You're definitely right. Who run the prison? <laughs> oh shit! Oh, my oh God. all right. Quickly moving into sports. That was fun. Uh, <clears throat> uh, nobody should trust it. We should go to prison for our picks in baseball. What the fuck is wrong with us, Michael? <laughs> I have no clue, but. I'm rooting for the Padres now. So there you, there's that. I mean, I did. I mean, I did put money on the Phillies now to win the World Series, just because I think the Astros are going to win. Same as always, I think the Astros are going to win. 
And it was they like randomly win World Series every now and then, don't they? Just randomly, like yeah. every it'll be you know the superstar teams or whatever, and then Phillies will jump in and grab a World Series, like the Marlins. Phillies will jump in and grab a World Series, like they won a couple. And of the years thing that nobody's paying attention, yeah, the thing nobody's paying attention to is Aaron Nola is one of the best pitchers in the league, like top he, he three, I would think right now. It's like he's not been getting right. Like he's been dealing after dealing after dealing. And Bryce Harper, not only did like it was one of those things like oh Bryce Harper's coming back from this long injury and then getting in rhythm right before the end of the season here, but it's like in the playoffs he's crushing. It's not like he just came back. He's Bryce Harper crushing. Like he is, you know what I mean? Like if you're batting over four hundred in the playoffs. And you're hitting third. Yeah, you know what you're I mean? Crushing. Like, you're doing your job. You're definitely crushing. No, Bryce Harper is crushing. And um, and Hoskins is out of his little slump. They have the best. Their lineup is pretty good. Yeah. So is the Padres. Yeah, the Padres. That is going to be such a fun series. Such a fun it series. It is. Or I it is a fun series at this point. But they get, they get the lead early and they got Hater. The Phillies don't. Dude, Hater, he's bad. I mean, how much ayahuasca did he do to reset <laughs> his brain to come in and strike out three of not only the best Dodger hitters, three of the best hitters in the league? He mowed down Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, and Freddie Freeman Freddie on like Freeman. twelve pitches. <laughs> it was like, eh, eh, eh. gone. Oh, there you go. He's back. I thought he had lost it. He that was like the Paul Pierce move where he just, you know, he looks like he's doing something all triumphant, going to the locker room, getting a shot. He just had to take a shit. Josh <laughs> Hader, it's like he needed to get traded, so he had to just be a bum forever. Then he got San Diego party too hard, and he's like, okay, okay, okay. I'll start trying <laughs> again. And then it's yeah, like. It's, it's, it's easy to get to San Diego and get caught up in the life. San you know Diego. what I'm saying? Like, there's a reason why his ERA jumped three point, full points in two months. <laughs> it's just like, this is San Diego, man. I'm a blonde-haired relief pitcher for the San Diego Padres that everybody's hot on right now. And I am the new guy in town? <laughs> Excuse me. He's getting new two hours of sleep town. a day. And it was from, like, <laughs> 1 to 3 p.m. This guy. No. Definitely. I'm with you on that. Do we think the Astros are taking it, though? Are you on my side with this now? I'm probably with you. Yeah. As much as I hate it. I I didn't want to come to this realization because I just didn't want to accept the fact that they're probably going to win it all, which sucks. I hope they do. Good. Good, good, good. It's not good. Why are you good with the cheaters winning? Because why are they still cheating? They're not still cheating. Then why can't they win now? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why, because the mentality is stupid. If they're not so cheating they're anymore cheating and they're not and they're allowed to play because Major League Baseball says they are, get the fuck over it. Especially <laughs> Dodgers fans. I really wanted. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad Dodgers they don't fan, even have the I'm chance. Still not over. They changed the game so much that now everybody does it. They have this little spit com, pitch com shit where everybody's talking to somebody in the earpiece now. Yep. So now it's like, oh, we're just going to modernize the technology, and everybody has it, and now go out there. And Good, fine. Man, That's the so steroid man. argument. Let everybody do steroids. There's no way you can tell me Verlander's not doing steroids. Bro. Of course he is. 
Like he was breaking down like his last couple of years in Detroit. Now he's the fucking best pitcher in the world. Like, come on, bro. Like, we're we're not gonna do that. That's either. what I'm saying. Just let it he all. You don't get a pass in the steroid. You don't get a pass in this steroid conversation. Let it all happen. <laughs> yeah, I think the Astros are gonna win still. Oh, speaking of dirty dogs, how about your boy Dan Snyder? <laughs> Dan Snyder is the man. Dude. As much as I hate this, the Commander Redskin football team. Dan Snyder is the man for what he's doing if he's truly doing that. Dude, Saran Wrap Dan. That's his that's his <laughs> new moniker. Just because, listen, everybody knew Dan Snyder had shit on everybody. You can't be around for that long with one of the older franchises and not know everything about everything. You've been in a lot of like subterranean meetings. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Everybody already knew that. But just the fact that he's finally like, you know, I don't really like that you pro. Even though you guys were right, I don't like that probe that you made me re... I looked silly when you guys made me redo that thing. So you know what? I'm just going to start standing my ground and fuck you guys. If I'm going down, everybody's going down. And I love the fact that he will. It's like... What do you? What percentage of owners do you think would have to relinquish control of their team if he brought out the books? Based on the precedent set and the whole, they're making teams give up their team for the racists. So here's the thing: the whole racism thing worked in the NBA because they're big on that type of stuff. NFL really isn't. NFL is like everybody's here for money, right? Yeah. That's so it. They, they into the racism stuff now because it generates money. That's mm-hmm. what, honestly, it's a fight against racism in the end zone because it's probably paid for. It's a nice looking patch on a $150 jersey. You know Basically. what I mean? Yeah. So, so. It's always been different in aspect, that aspect of the NBA to the NFL. So I don't know if it's racism alone. Oh, sexism. Like, uh, dude, like yeah, I don't inappropriate know relationships. That's what I'm saying. Like, 95% of the owners in the NFL would have to relinquish control or sell their team or something. Because well, I think so, though. Because here's my thing. Okay. They've had all of that stuff on Dan, and no one's made him sell his team yet. So if that's all you have on these, like unless you got something bigger than that, that's what I that's what I, the point I was trying to get to. Like you don't need something bigger than racism or yeah. See, I think Dan they Snyder had on you for years has like and the they made you set your team. So like you need like some statutory rape. Or I like think some, I like, think Dan some, Snyder knows about like the Jeff Epstein log type of shit. Like he's that yeah. deep ingrained in yeah, the that's NFL. What I'm talking about. Like you gonna need some some like some pedophilia, and I think he has got uh, plenty of that. Or like someone, maybe one of the owners of Mary, he got them cheating on their wives. Like he flat out can prove that they're cheating on their wives. Or, Not only saying, that, like that, how many owners do you think he has dirt on? Like how they're being shady with their money from the NFL, and he's gonna be like, oh yeah, oh, oh, that. oh, oh yeah. Jerry's I mean, he's got man. everything on everybody. You know what I mean? Like he's got so many angles. That's what dirt bags do. They collect angles on other know, people. He know that they're doing it because they complain about the fact that risk. I mean, the commanders don't make any revenue. They've been complaining about that shit for years yep. because they don't sell out because no one likes Snyder. Yeah, and the team sucks. But 
they don't sell out. And because of the revenue sharing, all the owners hate him because they have to share their money with him and they're generating revenue. And you're losing us money because you can't even fulfill, fulfill your stadium out every week. But they can't get rid of him. And they've had all that. They had the money issues, the sexism, and all of that. And no one has even brought it up to vote to get him out. You know why? Because they know. They know. Don't mess with that man. That's why he does whatever he wants and he always has. It's because he's like, nobody's ever going to get me out of here. Ever. (laughs) Not the fans. Not the... Nope. Nobody. Yeah. I just hope he visually makes some... some real Game of Thrones shit. This Dan Snyder fucking ego he's got. (laughs) But he's never going to... Because of financially, it doesn't make sense. He doesn't have to do anything to collect just as much money as the rest of you every year. You know what I mean? Like... He doesn't have to do anything. And he gets his vote is just as valid as Jerry Jones. Anybody else is the vote. same one. Exactly. It's just like he don't get he don't got yeah, he don't got do He just does not want to play the game anymore. He's like, No, I'm over this. I'm just gonna run this team into the ground by myself. Thank you very much. Pay me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of other wacky dudes. So did you hear that Herschel Walker is running for some high office in Georgia? Yeah, he's running for governor as a Republican. Okay. <laughs> did you hear like this controversy that's going around right now regarding Mr. Walker? About the fact that they're saying he should have been disqualified at the debate because he pulled out a badge? No. What is that? <laughs> yeah, so they had a debate the other day. He's running for governor of Georgia okay. as a Republican. But props are not allowed during the debate. And he pulled out his, like, police badge or sheriff badge. I guess he's a sheriff in Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's, like, a volunteer. So he's, like, a Steven Seagal or a Shaquille O'Neal type oh, yeah. of sheriff. So, you know what I mean? So it's a huge controversy now because he pulled it out. And you're not supposed to pull out props. So it's like, oh. oh, I saw something that was even better than that. Because he's running as a Republican. Okay? Uh-huh. So... I assumed that when I saw this article. He's getting his balls busted for giving a woman a $700 check. That is fairly significant because she says that she used that to go get an abortion. Oh, yeah. That's what the bait was about. And now he's like, well, I gave her the check, but I didn't know what... You know what she was going to use it for. I'm like everybody knows it's either three fifty, five hundred, or seven hundred. Those are locked in numbers. But my question is: So did you not ask her what she needed the money for? You just gave just her seven hundred. Yeah, I mean, just the fact that it's like, oh, you gave her one check for seven hundred dollars and nothing else ever, and uh, you had no idea what it was for. She just asked you for seven. You said yes. That come on, bro. I mean, I get it. He's running for governor in Georgia. But run for governor in California and just be like, see, ladies, I support you. And then you're. But that you're was one of the biggest things that King of the Mountain. running on is the abortion thing. I know, because. Win. That, you want to know why? It's because all these politicians go, which boxes does everybody need me to click? I'm for this, I'm for this, I'm for this. No, you're not, Hirsch. You aren't. Hirsch, you are a half of a fool. Like, I remember you being drafted out of Georgia and you were semi-illiterate. Yeah. So, like, how, how you got to the point where you're running for governor is baffles me. But you're on a Republican card, so I really don't care because I'm not that much in the politics. I don't do fits. Republican or Demo- Democrat because 
I like things both of them do, honestly. But the fact that you're running on that card makes more sense to me because you're just running on the fact that you're going to say certain stuff and went off of that. Because that's kind of what your boy did, even though I kind of wouldn't be yeah. mad if he was president right now. Herschel but Walker that- <laughs> seems like he reverse engineered his plan. He's like, what do you want to do? I want to be a football player. Bang. What do you want to also do? I want to be a fighter. Okay. Bang. Uh, I want to be a governor. Okay. Where can I be governor easiest? Well, Georgia probably. Okay. What do they value in Georgia? That's what I stand for. I think he wanted the job and then figured it out backwards. You know what I mean? Like he didn't build up his campaign going, okay, I'm going to run for it in my home state. No, no, no. He's like, where's the easiest way to get this done? Come on, Hirsch. <laughs> You're better yeah, than that. I, I wish him. I don't wish him luck because I don't want him to win because um, that abortion thing is crazy to me. <laughs> it's just silly. It's just like, come on. Yeah. Or just be like, yeah, I, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I just don't get it. Like, why is so? He should have been like, so have weird. you seen what happens when you get child support taken out of a game check, <laughs> motherfucker? <laughs> nah. <laughs> this is a one-time payment. <laughs> hey yo that is hilarious but that is a good comeback in that situation i hope y'all can hear the helicopter that's why over my house i don't know why i'm in like the airways i get helicopters planes all types of shit following my house it's like where i'm at i get everything flying over my crib bro but if y'all couldn't hear it i just had a helicopter flying over my house but yeah Hershey, they ain't looking douche. for me but why, I don't understand why people so feel feel so entitled to make decisions on what women do with their body. Let them do what their body what they feel best with their body. And I've seen it both ways. I'm a child of low income. Yeah, see, but that's a nice sentiment. But then mm-hmm. it's like, you know, what if I want to jerk off on the bus? I'm doing it with my, it's my body, Mike. So jerk off on the bus. People do that on the Metro all the time, bro. Okay. I just want, I didn't know you were cool with it. So, all right. We're both cool with it. Are you know what I'm not cool with? I don't know, but I do want to transition into it. What? I don't know. You said, what are you not cool with? So I'm asking you, you know what I'm not cool with? Tell me (laughs) the fact that, (laughs) <laughs> that you actually came all the way onto the show last week without actually taking the glass off your phone to see if your phone was actually broke. <laughs> you just looked at it and assumed that your phone was broke. Listen, man, <laughs> this thing was shattered. Okay. My phone, it was like, I had it crack. Here's, here's, I'll give you credit where credit's due. It was cracked before. And I was like, damn it. I got to go get this replaced at some point. And it was just like cracked in a couple places. But I feel so bad because I showed my wife and she was like, that sucks, babe. Like, yeah, (laughs) it does. (laughs) And then so, whatever, a week, two weeks ago, I get this at the gym and somebody slams or accidentally this chaos ensues and wham, something falls hard and like legit like, does the spider webby thing to where it's like, but there were like three of them clustered together. There was just like, Oh, you can't see, or it won't register your finger over here. And I'm like, damn it. I really got it. Cause I was like, okay, there's no way that didn't go through this thing. 
So my follow-up question is, now that you know it, the 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 weightlifting accident didn't go through the thing, mm-hmm. the initial crack that you thought were there, were they real cracks also? Not even they- close. That was that was like a <laughs> that was that was like uh buffoonery at its best. Just just overlooking a simple thing. And here's the best part, you know, because I was like, well, I forgot I had a screen protector on it. Here's the best part. I got one of those privacy ones. So it's like <laughs> shaded. So it's obviously has a screen protector. Obviously. Hey, Brenda, I love you, my guy. But sometimes, you know, we all, we all have a moment or two. <laughs> but then I was like jubilated that i peeled that thing off and i was like holy shit not only do i not need a new phone i don't even have any cracks this is a pristine condition because i'm like like my outer guards all wear and tear at the volume and like the everything and i'm just like oh man this whole thing i could just go get a whole new wrap today and it's gonna be fine there you go, buddy. See? What a fucking ding dong I am sometimes. Sometimes this new technology works in our favor, bro. I'm not awesome. used to things being able to be fixed easily. I, I'm fucking so <laughs> used to everything being the hard way that I just usually go that way. I'm trying to train myself to look for the easiest option now that I know how to do things the hard way usually. Because it's fucking exhausting being an idiot when you think you're kind of <laughs> smart. <laughs> it's okay, man. Even the smart people have moments like that. Oh. Well, we were kind of smart with our football picks. That's more of our lane is football picks. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's go. I forget which game I took off here. With that like, being said, we both like the Astros. So if you're betting money, bet on anybody but the Astros. Just now, because now the Astros are just. <laughs> I mean, they played uh, like an 18-inning game, a 0-0 game against the Mariners, where it was 17 innings of 0-0. And when they got that hit in the top, they were up at the top of the inning. They were the away Mm -hmm. team. It was like, oh, this is going to be over. You can't come back against Houston. Is always the feeling in playoff games is you can't come back against them. And that's usually good pitching and good managing. And Dusty Baker is one of my favorite faves. So I have Dusty's already won his though, right? He won one. They won a couple years back, like his first year. I don't care, but considering I don't have a horse in the race, he is my. No, horse. I just want to make sure before I, the fact that I hate them, I do like Dusty. Yeah, how can you not? He's the bomb. All right, so NCAA football week seven. So. Uh, Michigan handily covered Penn State. They were minus seven at the time. I like the extra half point, but they clearly cleared. Your big pick of the week was Tennessee over Bama. No points necessary. Did you see the Super Bowl celebration with fireworks after (laughs) the game? Yo, they tore the goalpost down and everything, bro. That is so dumb. You ruin your own field. I never got that. That's like the L.A. like tipping over cars and setting shit on fire after the Lakers win. It's like, real, why? Well, my thing is you were at home and you were number six. 
So it's not as if you were like some unranked team that just beat Bama. I understand being excited, rushing the field, maybe turn the goalposts and lighting shit on fire. Mm, a bit much, even though they haven't beat him in 26 years. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, not for nothing. They live in Tennessee. There's not a whole lot to be happy about for them. You know what I'm I'm going to tell you? Mm. If they're playing anyone decent next week, put them on the team with the points. <laughs> oh, let me... no, no, take that team with the points. Depending on who they play, if it's a close matchup, take the points, bro. Like if they're playing like an old Miss next week or something. Definitely take the points. It's uh, nothing but a letdown game ahead of them, buddy. Let no, they see, it. they did this on purpose because that's what the SEC does. They play UT Martin next week. Okay. Well, that's a crush. Yeah. They do not take the points with UT Martin. However, they play Kentucky the week after. Yeah, by that time, the, the they'll be back to they'll, that. By then, they'll be humming. By then, Kentucky needs to watch out. Actually, and shout out to their coach because he's. I like that dude. I like that dude. I think it's like hypo. Okay. I like that dude. He delivers quotables every week. You put a mic in front of him, he's got some quotables for you. I oh, like I'm gonna have to go double back and check out some of his yeah. highlights. Yeah, check out some of his highlights. <laughs> I like him. Uh, missed on TCU covering the four points over Oklahoma State. They won by three. And mm-hmm. also, we both missed uh, NC State over Syracuse. Syracuse smacked them around pretty good. Yes, they did. And I'm taking Syracuse in their next game, which looks like we're about to talk about. Yeah, but first, before we jump ahead, the USC game. USC covers... They get their first loss, and it's like, what? Like, how does USC give away games like that? Like, Cam Rising's good. He ain't that good. But that defense is suspect. It's not suspect. It's Swiss cheese. Yeah, I told you a couple weeks ago, that defense is liable to give up. The thing about it is... But how can you not hunker down and stop one drive? The thing about it is with that defense is they have pass rushers and decent corners. So they need to be up 21. If the game was in 14, you can still run the ball. They don't stand a chance because you can run the ball on them. So, you know what I'm saying? You're still going to stay in the game if you're a good team. And their coach, Whittinghouse, is a defensive guy. So he's going to – he I trust him to make a slap before that Swiss cheese to make a stop is basically what I'm saying. Like when you're when you, you have these defensive teams, now Oregon, Oregon's a scoring team. Yeah. Are you outscoring USC? I highly doubt it. Not with Williams, not with Caleb and Addison and the other track star boy. No. But if you got a defensive team and a good offense, it doesn't have to be great. It just has to be good. Yeah. You can beat them because their defense is Swiss. Yeah. I want to know on that Cam Rising two-point conversion, like how do you not have a spy on him that whole play? Cause Swiss cheese doesn't have spies. It has holes in it, sir. Like you know, he's only that far away. Okay, you know you he's like how I, someone who coaches offense as good as they do doesn't hire a coach that is as good as you on the defensive end. Like you just go grab a like no one knows the defensive coordinator. Who's the defensive coordinator at USC? No one knows because you weren't good. Because it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Pitt State went out and got Matt Diaz. Matt Diaz you know what I'm saying? Like, you should have got your good D coordinator. 
period. But you in practice, you know why you don't want a good defensive coordinator? Because they're ego guys. In practice, they want it to look good. Yeah. Because in practice, your defensive coordinator, if they're any good, they're going to make sure you don't look good. Mm-hmm. But nope, the Cliff Kingberry and what's the pretty Lincoln Riley. The well, Lincoln same Riley. thing at Oklahoma. It's like good. Oklahoma's winning games sixty to forty-five, but the forty-five was coming from like <laughs> you know I was state exactly. It didn't right matter who they right. played. Yeah, because they will give up even now. You know what I'm saying? Because their defense is not. You gotta get defensive coordinators, man. They gotta get because they get talent. You know, so you have defensive talent. You're number one. Look, man, leader. that's one of the reasons why Belichick's the best is not because he's actually the best. It's because he's smart enough to know what he's not good at. And he's like, hey, yeah. Josh McDaniels, you creative little fuck. Go have your fun, buddy. Go throw the little football. We'll make sure nobody fucking scores, okay? You know, like. It's not an ego thing for them. Yeah. Like, I want you to be good. So I have to work hard to be good to stop you in practice. Yeah. It's not that I don't want you to be that good. I want to just run all over you in practice and you figure it out on game. Yeah, because when you have all those celebrities at practice and all that kind of shit, you always want to be on your best behavior. The problem is when you're always on your best behavior, you don't learn anything. There you go, Brittany. That's why I act the way I do, Mike, because I like learning. All right, so moving to the ranked college football games of this week. We have, as you said, number 14 now, Syracuse. They bumped up two spots. It's playing number five, Clemson. And Clemson is at home, favored by 13 and a half. I'm taking a second. Everybody's, everybody's been waiting for Clemson to have their letdown game and well, lose. Syracuse just kind of owns them. I think they've won two of the last three. Yeah. Syracuse had that number as an SEC, I mean, ACC. That's guy. like the Miami-New England Patriots debacle. Like, no matter yeah. how good or bad, it's just like they fucking always, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, you like Syracuse with the points. You think they have a shot at victory? Like a legit shot? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, then we have uh, number nine, UCLA, who quietly is undefeated, versus number 10, Oregon. And Oregon is giving up six. I think Oregon smash and grabs that ass this week. You think Oregon smash and grabs UCLA? Yes. No, UCLA. UCLA is winning the pack, is winning the pack 12. Okay. Yeah. Why do you think that? Shout out to my man Doyle. Doyle, I can't think of his name. What's his name? DGR, DDT? D, I don't know. I remember him from the, your shout out, the yeah. Netflix show. His name, his first name is Dorian, but the quarterback for UCLA. Ah, okay. He looks uh, confused like a lot. I'm not going to lie. I like him. He looks confused. But there's no way I'm putting my hand in the trust of the quarterback for the Oregon. You know who that is? You know? Do you know who Oregon's quarterback is? No. Bo Nix. Yeah. I hate Bo Nix. Bo Nix cost me so much money because when he came to Auburn, he was so hyped. Started as a freshman. Hyped to the wazoo. And? And he never lived up to the hype, which is why he's down at Oregon. All right. So why'd that piss you off so much? You're not even an Auburn fan, are you? 
No, but I hate Alabama. He was supposed to be the one. Wow. Deep-seated issues, I see. All right, so you think UCLA with the points, or you think UCLA wins in Oregon? I think UCLA wins. And my dog is going off. That's okay. Don't worry about (laughs) Maggie. Maggie's a part of the show sometimes. All right, well, I'm taking Oregon. I think they they double-digit win this one. So... Bro, you must have been smoking some good stuff. And I don't and I know somebody that's I've been, probably not gonna like that pick. That's okay. <laughs> but I've been actually laying off because I'm going to Mexico and Mexico weed is illegal. Um never mind. <laughs> yeah. So uh, number twenty, Texas versus number eleven, Oklahoma State. I cannot put my finger on Oklahoma State. I'm gonna be honest. I also can't put my finger on Texas. So this is a very Tough game for me to pick, but considering Oklahoma State's at home getting six, that means they're getting blown out. So I'm going with Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm taking. I'd take Texas in that too. Because yeah. that's like a nine point swing they're saying, and if you think somebody's gonna win by nine, you probably really think they're gonna win by seventeen. <laughs> you know. So there you go. And at home. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, then we have your beloved number 24 Mississippi state is playing number six, Alabama, who's giving up 21 points. What says you, Mr. C? Alabama 21. I'm taking Alabama. I think I'm gonna take the 21 too. Yeah, I think they're going to boat race him. I think Nick Saban is fucking furious right now, and he's going to want to state. He's like, we got to win by 35 to get back up in the football playoff for you cocksucking. He is not going to be happy this week. And I think everybody's going to want to do a really good job for a coach, so they're just going (laughs) to blow them out. They're definitely, they're definitely gonna blow them out, and Bryce Young is probably back to one hundred percent. And I don't know what happened to Mister Anderson, but he needs to come out of wherever he's been hiding, because he's supposed to be the best player in college. Mm-hmm. All right, we got one more ranked first ranked game this week. It's number seventeen Kansas State versus number eight TCU. TCU's given up TCU three and a half. All day. All TCU's day. my sleeper. Yeah, TCU's my sleeper to break into the the Horn Frogs. The Horn Frogs. With Danian Tomlinson's alma mater. And their quarterback is pretty good. Hey, um, I'm sorry to do this, but I got to go get my door. The cops at my door, bro. Okay. I'll be right back. All right. Don't shoot anybody. Put your gun down. I don't know if he can still hear me or not, but I'm going to keep all this shit in. Because now we get a cop story out of it. Uh, uh, unless he doesn't come back, then he really has been knocking over liquor stores. This dirty bastard. Oh, man. TCU. I don't know about TCU. He has this sleeper pick, but TCU always seems to win and not cover. But i that's just a feeling. Um, let me look at their... I'll pull up their previous scores. 
So we have rankings, TCU's at eight. All right, Oklahoma State, they won by three, spread was four. Uh, the week before, uh, they won 38-31, they won by seven, I think. I lost money on that because they were favored by like 10. Uh, the week before, they smashed Oklahoma, who was ranked 18th at the time, and TCU was unranked, 55-24. So they started with Colorado, did okay, beat down some D2 school. Sorry about that. All good. Had a close game with SMU, then beat Oklahoma handily, then didn't cover, didn't cover, going to Kansas State, or playing Kansas State. So... I think I'm on Mike's bandwagon with TCU minus three and a half. Um, what happened with the cops? Oh, somebody just got robbed in my neighborhood, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so they were asking um, for my ring. I told them they can come back. But I'm, I'm in the middle of doing something. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, on my time, coppers. I hate having yeah, because I don't have to give it to him. I mean, I'm gonna look at it though and see if I see anything before I give it to him. Yeah, of course. Um, I hate that's the downside of having a ring, bro. Anything happens in your neighborhood, people want. You know, did you see anything? Can I see your ring? I ain't give you. What you think? I'm just gonna give you my ring password? Yeah. Hell yeah. no. So like, you know what I mean? Like, well, if I see something, I ain't like no criminal. I'll I'll let you know if I see something. But. If you see something, say something. But if you see something you don't want to share, then too fucking bad. (laughs) Uh, I got dirt on you, motherfucker. I don't know. I like collecting information. It's it's a terrible habit that I have. But (laughs) I don't know. I don't even remember necessarily like all the dirty (laughs) details about things, but I always remember the way people make me feel. That part to me is important because I'm terrible about details. So I'm like, oh, I remember that you didn't do me right. Like, that's all I need to know is I don't want to really. Or maybe I'll go in the archives and if you start fucking with me, I'll remind you why we know each other. I don't know. I get a little evil like that sometimes. That's only when people try and take advantage of me. I'm like. Just because I'm nice, I'm not fucking stupid. That's why I gotta hold down this murderous rage all the time. Is because I'm like, these motherfuckers think I don't know! I don't know. Sometimes it feels like that. Not right now, though. (laughs) Now it feels good. You wanna know why it feels so good? Because the Jets put a spanking on the Packers. We both knew that was coming. That was like my only save of fucking Sunday. Yes, bro. I told you that, too. I was just kidding. I remember taking a dirty bath on Sunday. I did good on Saturday. And then, you know what my new favorite bet is for the baseball playoffs? Is because I don't even care what, what team it's on. Is I'll just pick, like, the three or four hitter of whoever I think is going to have a decent game. Like, whatever team. And I'll just bet total bases. So it's like I'll bet like Bryce Harper total bases or Jose Ramirez or Aaron Judd, you know, like just different things. And so it was like Saturday, I bet a bunch of total bases. And then it was like everybody on the Phillies was hitting except for Bryce Harper. And I'm like, you bearded bastard. <laughs> what is happening? And then I was like, I leave and I'm like, it's like the, they're crushing 
at this point. It's like the seventh inning. He's like 0 for 3. And I'm like, man. So I just go out to run my errands. Then I come back and it was like, oh, by the way, Bryce Harper just hit a home run in the eighth for no good reason. Bang. Got my four bases. Four bases. I'm like, all right. <laughs> That's why the I like the total bases for the three or four hitters. Is because if you get a home run, that's four. You know what I mean? Like you just gotta whoever you think is due for a home run, that's four. And then I'll usually bet like four bases, I'll put a bet. Five bases, put a bet. So anything over that, it's you know, your odds are better and you're getting paid, paid, paid. So it's like it's kinda like the same way I play craps. Like the my initial bet. I just want that to win that to cover all the other money that I really am going to make money on. And if I don't hit the first one, I just lose a shit ton of money. But if I do hit the first one, then it only gets exponentially better from there. If you're betting tonight, bet Rizzo. Yeah? Total basing? Yeah. Why? What's the pitching matchup? He's going to, I don't know, but he's going to have at least a double. And I'm thinking he's going to homer tonight, too. He's just getting pitched. He's going to get pitched to hit. He's behind the best hitter in fucking baseball. Like, but Aaron Judge has been hitting, too. He's been in, like, the two spot. Huh? Yeah, and Rizzo's been hitting three. Wherever, no, Judge was one at first, and Glaber was behind him. But now yeah. they move But that's what two, I'm saying is you got to be in front of the guy they're afraid of, not behind him. No, being behind them because they walk judge and then they can't walk you too. So well, you're going to get pitches to hit. Yeah, but that, no, 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 no. The philosophy is they don't want to pitch to him, so they'll pitch at you aggressively, give you something to hit so they don't have to worry about the guy behind you. In the playoff, the philosophy is the person hitting behind the hitcher because they're not going to, they don't want to pitch to him. You're the next in line, bro. Yeah, that's true. If there's a base open type situation, but when he's up, at the first inning, whether it be top or bottom, if Rizzo hits in front of Judge, he's getting better pitches. No, you get better pitches hitting after the, the good hitter, man, not in front of. Oh, different philosophies here. I mean, I understand what you're saying, and you can, but if Aaron Judge the, doesn't get on base, if the, they the don't walk him, behind. but if yeah, but if Aaron Judge doesn't get on base, this whole philosophy is surrounded by Aaron Judge getting on base. If he doesn't get on base, then you're getting even more dog shit pitches than you would have what before. What I'm saying is he serves he serves as the protection. Right. So yes. So So if Aaron Judge doesn't get on base, pitch. he gets grease balls in the dirt. And if he does, he gets fastballs a little high and in inside. Most of the time Judge is gonna be on base due to he you he also led the league in hitting. So he's going to hit it or get walked in most cases. Like, he's that good right now, sorry to say. I'm just saying, if he's not on base, that philosophy kind of falls apart. The other one is always true. With that being said, Rizzo's ranking. He's going to get at least four total bases. All right. Hey, I got no problem wasting my money on Anthony Rizzo. I like his dad. He duct taped him to the batting cage in the backyard and turned on the pitching machine. It's like, you want to be a catcher? Put on the gear. Thump. Thump, thump. That's how you used to do shit. I like it. Moving on to the Bengals Saints. We'll get back to football real quick. Um, actually, no, we don't need to review all that shit. The Giants beat the Ravens, so we both lost. Me money. Oh, that's where I gave it all back. That's where I gave it all back. 
And that was the thing is like, even as crappy as the Ravens were playing, they still had a chance to cover. They still should have won the game. Yeah. So that was kind of shitty. And then the Cowboys got brought back to life, brought back to reality, Cooper Rush. But that being said. It was the perfect reality. As a Cowboys fan, that's the perfect reality. Cooper Rush gets his ass kicked so Dak can walk into a perfect scenario and one in which people don't really believe Cooper Rush to be the starting quarterback. Yeah, now how do you two after six weeks? How do you went out there and thrown like even just decent? Had they won twenty eight to twenty one with and he had two touchdowns, they'd be like, ooh, quarterback controversy. Dak would not be starting next week if if Cooper Rush had come back and won that game. I'm a true believer of that. Yeah, that's like that Alex Smith, Colin Kaepernick situation. Jerry Jones has shown it before. He benched Troy Aikman for Steve Berline Mm -hmm. in the playoffs. What? Because Steve Berline won three games in a row. Kick rocks. Well, I mean, that puts the Cowboys in a weird purgatory place. Like, So I want to know, who's out of place in the NFL? We have the two New York teams, the Jets and the Giants. How do you feel about them? Because I think... I told the, you, we had our preseason predictions. I told you how good I thought the Jets would be. So Yeah. This is not a... But... Yeah, that, that's not a surprise to me. I thought they were going to be good. Yes. And Giants are a complete surprise. I so, that being said, I agree with you. The Jets have sustainable success ahead of them. Whether it be a 10-7 and 7 season, like I think that's pretty manageable, which is pretty good, and then maybe even better than that. The Giants... Neighborhood is as good as he was advertised. That's, that's basically what this is. What do you think their future entails? I still don't think this is sustainable for the rest of the season. They can be better, though, because they have a quarterback guru as a coach. So if he gets a better quarterback, I still don't see Daniel Jones as being a playoff quarterback. So I'm not, I don't think it's sustainable. They're catching good te- right team at the right time. Because no one thinks – I don't personally think Ravens are world beaters. I just thought they were better than the Giants. Yeah. I could honestly see the Giants losing like five out of Three six. <laughs> yeah, You know, like that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, it can happen any week. Uh, like three good teams lose to a team that's supposed to beat. You know what's funny that. is I'm going to have to look at what the over-under is on their final record. Because if they're 6-1 and one now, like I got no problem putting money on less than 10 wins. Yeah, easy. I'd definitely take that. You know, like you might get some like 8-1 to one odds on that right now and be like, oh, we only need four more and there's 10 more games. Like, yep. That is tough motherfucking sledding for you guys. I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> no, me too. I and you got to play the Eagles, the Cowboys. Like... Yeah, yeah. You got to play the Eagles twice. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if they played them yet, but I didn't want to throw that out there. No, because we're the only loss. All right, so then I have, we'll go to a little more somewhat stable teams. Minnesota. Are they just, are they for reals, for reals? Oh, I think so. I actually put a bet in for Kirk Cousins to win MVP before the season started. So you look like Kirk Cousins a little bit. Mm, you like my minivan? <laughs> Should have saw him last night with all the ice on, looking like Joe Burrow. I think the pictures on the internet. I'll send it to you. Ugh. <laughs> so Minnesota. Like I mean, I do think Minnesota wins the division just because the rest of the division is trash, including the Packers. 
Like everybody knew that should have known that was going to happen this year. But yeah, keep believing in Aaron Rodgers, I guess. Just, he's only one person. Aaron bleeping Rodgers. Um, so I think I don't know that Minnesota's gonna be Minnesota seems like they're not gonna be scary in the playoffs compared to the competition. Not saying that they're not gonna be a tough out or fucking beat the brakes off people, but they don't seem scary compared to other teams that potentially will be there. Um uh, in the completely other conference, where do you stand on Cincinnati right now? Um, I think here they come. I think they'll probably win that division. Uh, the Ravens' defense just scared me. I'm, I'm a Lamar fan. Not a fan of that defense now. Like, eventually, you got to let go of the past. Like we're used to the Ravens' defense always being good, so we kind of get yeah. on that. They're no, that because good. they since they got Lamar, they've been fostering Lamar and the offense. And some they the offense, tip they, the scales. They pay for defensive players. Like they draft defense, they buy defense. They're just not they're old now. Like you they paid Marcus Peters. They pay Calais yeah. Campbell. They drafted those. Yeah, but you're talking about guys that when Lamar was getting into the league, they should have been like one or two, you know, a couple more solid years, and then they take a step back. Yeah, because Lamar's offense. Besides, oh, the offensive line, I think they pay probably that because wide receiver, they don't pay those guys, and they pay Mark Andrews. But yeah. they don't even pay Lamar yet, so shit. It's interesting. All right, and then we got our dog shit teams, the Packers, the Buccaneers, and my new personal favorite, the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> Cardinals are garbage, dude. So garbage, dude. And they just acquired... Punk ass Robbie Anderson. Hey, actually, that might, like I wanted Robbie Anderson. He's a deep threat. He's fast. I can say he's this now because it doesn't matter since I have waiver number one. I'm picking up Robbie Anderson because <laughs> Marquise Brown just got hurt for the fucking year, most likely. Yeah. D Hop is coming back from suspension. So it's like we're going to have two fucking deep threats for Kyler Murray to start slinging the ball. Arizona wins three games in a row or something stupid because they're putting up 35 points again. Kyler Murray has three touchdowns, two interceptions, 300 yards. You know, standard bullshit. Let the chaos ensue. But, yeah, the Cardinals suck. Cardinals are not good. They are. Oh, speaking of not good, we got to wrap this up soon. I, uh... I took the fattest goose egg in fantasy football this week. Not only did I am I going to lose by the time this is done in our league. I mean, I'll still maintain first place because I have I'll have the most points still, but I'll be tied record-wise, and I'm not happy about that. That's back-to-back losses. But I took a loss in every league. I went 0-3. Time to bring you back down to earth. Ooh, ooh. You up there on that high horse? Time to bring you back down. It's good to get kicked in the dick in the beginning. It's good. And one more loss and one more win by me, and then you're really going to have some shit to talk about. I haven't even looked at next week, but I'll look right now because I usually don't look ahead. It's not good. Uh, Week seven is... 
I play Drippy Dick. And we'll place a Drippy Dick in fifth, so that means he could beat you. Let's go, Drippy Dick. He could no. be in, uh, like third if he wins this week. Uh, yeah. And I got two. My first two picks are on a bye week this week, so we'll have to do mm. some interesting shuffling. We'll see what happens. Oh, but Zach Wilson's going to be in Denver. You know what that means. I don't know. But yeah, I had to eat some shit this week, so I'm not running away from it. I went 0-3. Goose, goose, goose. It sucked. It sucks. I don't like it. It's like my receivers are all getting a half a point. I'm like, what the fuck? How is that even possible? You got five yards all game. <laughs> it's it like I prefer zeros because I'm like, at least I know that you they didn't even try. And then it's like you go back and look and it's like, oh, this guy dropped a 40 yard touchdown pass. And you're like, no wonder they didn't throw him the ball the rest of the day. Damn it. <laughs> so not only should I have had a good score, you fucked it up for both of us, buddy. Son yes. of a bitch. But all right, you're on the you're on my heels. You're clipping. You're right there. Hey, standings come first. Points come second. So there's gonna be like four of us tied at the top after this week. So I'm gonna have to do what I can to get some separation here. Get back on track. Because now somebody else will be on my heels, even if I win. Somebody will be with me, and I don't care for that. I need to separate. So, I'll be doing that. Are you, uh, what are you watching these days? I got, I'm, my brain's broken. Blacklist. I got no transitions right now. What? Still Blacklist? Actually, yeah, I'm pretty much done, though. It's 22 episodes, bro. And they're hour apiece. They treat you well there, Blacklist. Yes. How they get through those, man. And maybe the first sight is coming to an end, but yeah, still watching that. But those that's pretty much all I'm watching besides sports. Is there anything on your radar for upcoming? I don't have even been seeing anything new coming out. I guess I uh, There's not a ton of stuff. Oh, I gotta watch Kanan. Kanan started already. Oh, okay. I watch that. Yeah. yeah, I did not get into all those. Is decent. So, you said you like that one. Yeah. Because that was the roll-off, right? Yeah. Well, I watched something pretty old. I went to a theater in downtown with my buddy and watched a screening of Richard Pryor live at the Sunset Strip. It was the 40-year anniversary of it because it came out in 82. And when it came out, it came out as a movie in theaters. Okay. Yeah. Which, that was not normal for stand-up. It was like it, you came out on like HBO or something, you know what I mean? Or one of these presents shows or, you know, Comic Relief and Def Jam and all these things. Like, you had to be on one of those. It wasn't like a movie theater. So, I got a little nostalgic and not that I saw it in the theater. It came out two years before I was born. But I was like, I didn't have the chance to see it as it was originally presented. Let me go do that. 
So I saw it and it was awesome. Richard Pryor is one of the best, if not the best. Yeah, and Maggie is being relentless, so yeah. That's all right. Well, maybe she wants to watch The Watcher, which at first I was like, The Watcher. There's just, Netflix just did a fucking huge dump. No, she's stuck outside. Dump. <laughs> Maggie went out to take a dump, and Netflix just did a huge dump of like, you know, spooky, Halloweeny, whatever, or like thrillers, like just anything that they could even twist a little bit to be like, this might be scary, like, just squirt it all yeah, in it's, there. It's, it's Halloween time, man. They're gonna drop all that crap. On but here. they have like a bunch of new stuff, you know, like psychological thrillers and stuff. So I don't know. There's one called The Watcher, which is like a mini series. I think it's like seven episodes. It's new, and I was like, okay, it's kind of an ensemble cast type of deal. Where it's like a psychological thriller. Like, I'm not really into those things or whatever. But I saw Margot Martindale was on there. And Margot Martindale is an amazing actress. And I really, really enjoy a lot of the shit she does. Including what brings us to our top five list this week of overlooked television series. Margot Martindale was in, I believe, season four and five or something of Justified with Timothy Oliphant. No clue about that. It was on FX. It was, it was okay. I mean, I really like two of my overrated series, though. I mean, overlooked. What's that? It's not Justified. Oh, okay. Justify was good. I, I'm saying it's overlooked, overrated, and I'm saying it's fine. No, it's really good. Really good. It's one of those things where the premise is a little bit silly. That's why I think it gets overlooked. But the show itself is fucking awesome. Um, I highly recommend that one. But it's like this... Uh, Timothy Olif- Olifant-, Olifant goes back to his like backwoods grassroots to be the sheriff or whatever. And so it's like all his old hillbilly people that are crazy as shit he's got to go back and deal with. But now they're like high level gangstery type, but they're still hillbillies. It's pretty good. And he's just like, uh, kind of work within the parameters of the law. You know, one of those. <laughs> Why don't you give me one? What's one of your overlooked? Uh, the league. The league is, I don't know. I don't think yeah. I've heard a lot of people talking about it. So the league is my shit. Um, the league. That was also on FX. That is also on FX. So is it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, Which but that's not overlooked, going. is it? I don't know how popular it is. It's not popular in my circle, so I can say it overlooked. Like I'm the only person that in my circle that watches it. Yeah, so it's know. it is one of those things where it does kind of go under the radar. So yeah, yeah, it's always sunny. That's fantastic. Sure. Yeah, that's not sure. Um, I don't know. Overlook that I watch. Oh, Entourage. Entourage is my shit. No, see, but listen, everybody loved Entourage. Yeah, see, everybody loved Entourage where you live at because you live in. No, no. California. It took me. Again, this is based on me and my life. Nobody in my crew watches, like, nobody in my circle watches the Entourage except me. Okay. So, I can only speak for my from my Got you. I was thinking of an overall perspective of like viewers in general, but you're going specific to your crew. Oh, see, I don't I, I don't get look that at viewer numbers and stuff like so I don't know if it's highly viewed or 
I don't. I couldn't. Got you. Okay. Uh, like like New Girl. Yeah, New Girl was great. I don't know if it was highly viewed or not. To me, it's overlooked because I don't know nobody who watches it. Well, I mean, honestly, Mike, I kind of am going off of like if it was on Channel Eleven at eight or nine o'clock, like. That was not being overlooked. That's prime time fucking TV. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. So that, but I understand what you're saying. You're oh, get overlooked as far as the people you hang with or your your crew, whatever. Which I like that angle too. But mine's more of like a broad scope. Like Justified, I know was on FX. Not a lot of people watched it because I've just asked a bunch of different people, and they're like, even people I would think would see it, and they're like, uh, nope, I don't know what that is. Um. Like Lupin, Lupin, I really liked. I think it gets overlooked. It's on Netflix. I think it gets overlooked. Um, but that's only because it has subtitles. So I think it gets overlooked, but it's a great show. Fantastic show. Rescue Me, another one. Dennis Leary, that's one of my top favorite shows of all time. If you want to get a little insight into Irish alcoholism. It's pretty much just hits all the same points. You can get the gist of it. Rescue Me is fantastic. And I'm a psychopath that, show. that wanted to be a firefighter. That show. You did? Still might. Why did you try become a, a firefighter? Oh, okay. I don't know. You gotta just, hurry up though. I think it's the age cut off. No, because I checked in with my uh buddy who's a firefighter. So I'm I think I'm gonna look into like volunteer stuff. But I also think that's like super demanding on your time. So if it's crazy demanding on time i don't you know yeah no it's like 12 hour shifts i know i could do that but it's just of like i can't be on call you know oh, what no, i mean it's like i just don't know how the how how long the no you volunteer know. you is like a regular job though volunteer i know it is i know it is i know oh, it okay. is but uh, that's what i'm saying like in order to go through the process to get to that point i don't know what that is so oh, if that okay. takes too much, it. okay. then it's like, oh, then it's not going to be, you know, I can't do that if it, yeah. But your firefighter friend can tell you how stingy is that process. I mean, he had to go do it. Yeah, exactly. So I, I've got somebody that's kind of, you know, when I wasn't sure what I was going to do a couple of years ago or a year and a half ago or whatever, I was like, hey, man, not for nothing. Am I too old for this shit? I lethal weaponed him. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, no, like as long as you're in okay shape, like there, he's like, it's rare, but there are dudes your age or people your age that get in. And I was like, okay, that's all I need to know. Was it an option? Yes or no? And if it's not, then I won't even bother my brain about it. You know what I mean? Uh, Ray Donovan, I think. I don't know how many people got it, but everybody should fucking watch Ray Donovan is how I feel. That's my shit. I was going to add that to my list. <laughs> I don't know. You still got to watch the movie, but on your own time. That's just a friendly reminder. And then, oh, Sneaky Pete. Did you ever hear about this show? It was on Amazon Prime. Sneaky Pete? Yeah, with Giovanni Ribisi, I think. Um, he's a con man. So this is... That's really a, uh, that's really one of those ones. I've never heard of that. Something. Sneaky Pete, I Margot Martindale was in that one as well. Um, she's made this list twice, and it was three like seasons. That? He's a con man. Basically, this is 
how underrated it I feel like or overlooked it is. Like I found it when I Why are you had blinking at me, man. What? What's blinking at you? You keep winking at me. I feel like you winked at me like three times. Oh, I keep closing my eye because I'm trying to think and concentrate. Sometimes I get recall when I do that. Like, I can picture the page or, like, the screen. You know. I think they call it somewhat of a photographic memory, but I've been pouring booze and smoking weed for so long. I don't know if that's still even possible. I just think that's how I used to do good on tests. Is because I'd look at a paper right before I took the test and be like, oh, I remember that one. I remember that one. That's why I always studied crammed. Never really learned anything. It was just like, I'll, I can memorize the answers. Well, I mean, at some point, that's pretty much all it is anyway, is memorization. So, no different. Yeah, but then you have to have the art of knowing how to order it. Yeah. The information so you, you memorized. Sneaky Pete is good. I had shingles, so I fell onto Sneaky Pete, and they had two seasons, then they came back for a third, and I was like, right on. And then I got my wife into it. I was like, do you want to watch this thing? I haven't watched it in years, but I think you might like it. I knew that there were only three seasons of Sneaky Pete, and it was cut, over, done. That being said, we got over with season three, and my wife's like, Oh man, when is season four coming out? I'm like, uh, that ain't happening. And then she's like, <laughs> Why the fuck would you get me to watch his show? <laughs> like, that's how much she enjoyed it, was that it wasn't going to be on anymore. And she didn't like that. So that's, Sorry to hear that. that's overlooked. It's good. It's Brian Cranston's in it. It's a very good. I don't know who that is, man. Breaking Bad. Don't watch that. But do you know the guy in it? No. I've never seen one episode. I know, but I didn't know if you knew. Like, I haven't seen a whole lot of episodes of I don't know what, but I know that certain people are in shit. You know what I mean? Like, if you said a name (laughs) of somebody... Who's who's an actor that's in one of your favorite Kanan programs, sir? I don't know many of those people's names. See? They're like all new actors. Whatever. (laughs) All right, we're running way too long. Uh, Honorable mentions for top five for me. Swagger, Animal Kingdom, and Vikings. Those are all fantastic. Swagger is like produced by Kevin Durant. Really? I mean, is that considered overlooked? Because it was on Apple TV Plus, and not everybody has that. You did. You have Apple TV Plus, and I was like, "Hey, man, what about this swagger thing?" You're like, "I don't know, I don't know." And then you watch it, and you're like, "How did you not tell me about this? I know all the people in it." I'm like, "Uh, yeah, that's how Overlooked works." You know what I mean? Swagger. <laughs> I like swagger. Yeah, it was pretty good. Oh uh, well, you know what's better than pretty good? The playlist of the week. So this week's Spotify playlist is Whitney Houston and The Dream. Now, really guess who picked what. Oh, we'll let you get back to your lives. We have to get back to ours. Thank you for settling in with me, Mike. And thank you all for settling in with us. We appreciate you being here. Uh, Be sure to follow us on Instagram. We are at BlackIrishPod. Mike is at BlackIrish213. I am at Brendalis7. Do whatever you want. Click, don't click. Have a ball. Have a day. Be good to somebody. I don't give a shit. 
I'm mailing this one in. <laughs> I love you, Mike. Love you too, Brendo. All right. Love you guys. Peace. All right. Have a good one. Peace. Thank you.